One of the great questions concerning our salvation and our justification by faith is how is it possible for God to save sinners in the person of Jesus Christ? We've been talking about substitution and imputation and God's righteousness being placed upon us as we are placed in Jesus Christ. But how is that possible? Well, in this passage before us in Romans chapter 5, verses 12 through the end of the chapter, we're going to be looking at that for the next couple days. This is so good. We have looked already at verses 1 through 12 in chapter 5 about the blessings, those seven blessings of justification that we inherit, that we have present tense right now that take care of our past, our present, and even our future. How we have peace with God. We have access to God. We have hope. We have God building godly, Christian, Christ-like character as we respond in Christ to the sufferings and the difficulties of life. We are saved from wrath to come, and we have reconciliation with God. We can now have a relationship, and we can have fellowship with God. How awesome is that? Oh, I hope you're enjoying all those blessings today. And if not today, come to the Lord Jesus Christ. He will save you. And that's what we're going to look at now in this next section of Scripture. We're going to be looking at Romans. Romans chapter 5, verses 12 through the end of the chapter, verse 21. And so Paul is answering that question, how can a ungodly, wicked sinner like me and you and all of us, how can God justify saving us through Jesus Christ? And so these verses in front of us are at the very heart of this letter of, uh, uh, to, the book, to the people of Rome, the book of Romans. And to understand these verses, a few general truths about this section need to be understood. First, and I'm going to read a few verses in a moment, but first we need to note the repetition of the little word one, O-N-E, one. So when you read this the next few days and listen, listen for this word one. It's used 11 times in this passage. The key idea here is of our identification with Adam and our identification with Christ. Second, we need to note the word and the repetition of the word reign, R-E-I-G-N, reign, which is used five times. Paul saw two men. He saw Adam and he saw Christ, each of them reigning, ruling over a kingdom. And finally, we want to note the phrase, much more. Much more is repeated at least five times. This means that in Jesus Christ, we have gained much more than we ever lost in Adam. So let's read, beginning in verse 12. Therefore, just as through one man's sin, sin entered into the world, and death through sin, Thus death passed upon all men, because all have sinned. For until the law of sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed where there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who had not sinned according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam, who was a type of him who was to come. But the free gift is not like the offense, for if by the one man's offense many died, much more the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, 
abounded to many. And the gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned. For the judgment which came from one offense resulted in condemnation. But the free gift which came from many offenses resulted in justification. For if by the one man's offense death reigned through one, much more those who received abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Therefore, as through one man's offense judgment came to all men, resulting in condemnation, even so through one man's righteous act the free gift came to all men, resulting in justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so also by one man's obedience many will be, will be made righteous. What awesome words for us as we think about our great justification in Christ Jesus. God bless and have a great day.